An ambiguous relationship between the federal government and American Indian tribes contributed to problems regarding treaties and American Indian legal claims relating to the seizure of their lands. White U.S. citizens agreed that Indians stood in the way of white settlement. The 1790 Naturalization Act made clear that Indians were not citizens. After the War of Independence, white settlers poured into lands west of the Appalachian Mountains. As a result, from 1785 to 1795, a state of war existed on the frontier between these settlers and the Indians who lived in the Ohio Territory. In both 1790 and 1791, the Shawnee and Miami had defended their lands against the whites who arrived in greater and greater numbers from the east. In response, Washington appointed General Anthony Wayne to bring the Western Confederacy, a loose alliance of tribes, to heel. In 1794, at the Battle of Fallen Timbers, Wayne was victorious. With the 1795 Treaty of Greenville, the Western Confederacy gave up their claims to Ohio. During the presidential administrations of George Washington and John Adams, political leaders created institutions and precedents that put the principles of the Constitution into practice. In June 1788, New Hampshire became the ninth state to ratify the federal constitution, and the new plan for a strong central government went into effect. Elections for the first U.S. Congress were held in 1788 and 1789, and members took their seats in March 1789. In a reflection of the trust placed in him as the personification of Republican virtue, George Washington became the first president in April 1789. Alexander Hamilton Washington's Secretary of the Treasury, was an ardent nationalist who believed a strong federal government could solve many of the new country's financial ills. His economic program, chiefly the creation of a national bank, helped to rescue the United States from its state of near-bankruptcy in the late 1780s. George Washington, who had been re-elected in 1792 by an overwhelming majority, refused to run for a third term, thus setting a precedent for future presidents. In the presidential election of 1796, the two parties, Federalist and Democratic-Republican, competed for the first time. Federalist John Adams defeated his Democratic-Republican rival Thomas Jefferson by a narrow margin of only three electoral votes. Political divisions in the new American Republic quickly became apparent as the Federalist Party generated a backlash among those who resisted the new government's assertions of federal power. Federalists did not believe the revolution had changed the traditional social roles between women and men, or between whites and other races. To these supporters of the Constitution, the idea that all were equal appeared ludicrous. Women, blacks, and native peoples, they argued, had to know their place as secondary to white male citizens. They feared attempts to impose equality would destroy the republic. For them, the U.S. was not created to be a democracy. Many Federalists assumed the new executive posts the first Congress created Alexander Hamilton became Secretary of the Treasury, Thomas Jefferson became Secretary of State, Henry Knox became Secretary of War, and Edmund Randolph was named Attorney General. Opposition to the Federalists led to the formation of Democratic-Republican societies. These were composed of men who felt the domestic policies of the Washington administration were designed to enrich the few while ignoring everyone else. They were led by James Madison and Thomas Jefferson. They championed limited government. Their fear of centralized power originated in the experiences of Britain's attempts to assert its imperial authority over the U.S. partisan rancor over the French Revolution and the Whiskey Rebellion fueled the divide between Federalist and Democratic-Republican parties. Federalist John Adams defeated his Democratic-Republican rival Thomas Jefferson by a narrow margin of only three electoral votes.
Hey everyone, thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode. I hope it was useful for your learning. Make sure you consolidate your knowledge by clicking the link in the bio to be taken to the free online course. Good luck with your studies.